Hi everyone, Pippin here in the edit, just saying that, uh, yeah, it's been a couple weeks since we last uploaded one of these. Uh, we had anticipated that we'd probably have some breaks in the schedule over the holiday season, but not any that were going to be multiple weeks long, but due to some scheduling issues and some technical difficulties on our end, it just was not possible to get an up episode up until now. So, apologies for that. Uh, mainly that's going to mean at the end of this episode, we are going to say that uh, we probably won't have an episode next week. Disregard that. Um, we should be up to our regular upload schedule now. I think all these problems have been sorted out, and we should be back every Tuesday night with a new episode. So when we say that at the end of this episode, that uh, we'll probably be probably be taking the next week off just just disregard that completely also since it's been so long since we uploaded uh cameron kunzelman and michael letts have actually responded to uh me asking them if they had ever seen marble hornets they recently put up a bonus episode for their podcast homestuck made this world a bonus episode talking about con air where they also took questions from their listeners and uh one of the questions was one of mine that i put on twitter to them asking if they had seen it so if you are curious about their response um you can listen to their podcast homestuck made this world uh toss them a couple of dollars on patreon at range touch to get access to the bonus episodes if, if you're not listening to that it's truly great uh really <laughs> really great stuff from two very very intelligent people um, and yeah, listen to Just King Things, too, where they go through the works of Stephen King in publication order. Uh, that's all for me. Um, so sit back and enjoy this episode. Coming to you live from Rossward Park, I am your host, Pippin. And I'm your other host, Lee. And today, we are talking about entries 35 through 40. I feel like it's, it's, it's misleading to say that we're coming at you from Rosswood Park, because knowing me and who I am, that's not <laughs> could completely actually be coming from Rosswood outside Park. the realm of possibility. So, it's false advertising. I don't think I have any preamble for this. Have we ever had preamble? Yeah. Oh, okay. You can just roll right into it. Alrighty. Entry f- 35. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, entry 5 plus 30. Uh, well, I was going to say entry 40, which is not right. Entry 35, posted February 15th, 2011. Um, got... Jay going back to the house an indeterminate amount of time later. We don't get it. Yeah, a, a period of time. I love I love the the sentence Jay going back to the house because oh. that's something we've heard many times. <laughs> Different house. <laughs> Different house. Uh, yeah. This is the abandoned 
graffitied house that he went to in the previous entry. Yeah, we just jump right into the fucking action in this one, pretty much. Yeah, uh, Jay goes inside, gives a very exasperated hello. <laughs> Kicks uh, a few things around. Flips over some, some detritus. And flips up a cup that was sitting <laughs> on its side, which is pretty neat. Uh, we get the sense Jay might be a little frustrated with... Uh, everything with his life in general because he hasn't found anything he's not seeing whatever he's supposed to be seeing yeah i I think that line is really interesting because like the way he says what are you wanting me to see is really odd considering that his only like point of contact with alex has been that tape that said help and that's literally all it said. It didn't say, go here and you will see something. <laughs> it's just very specific, you yeah. know? Does Jay even, like, fully believe that Alex is the one who sent him this tape? I'm not sure. Probably we not. Some, we get some conflicting information. Uh, I feel like maybe he thinks there is a tape for him to find here, like yeah. at the Red Tower. Yeah, that Because would... he's, like, looking under stuff and, and flipping things over. That would so... definitely make sense. Um, that's just what I got from this. But uh, as, he, as he's just kind of talking to himself, he hears Jay, turns around, and it's Alex! It's our boy! He's back! Oh, in town. Man. Alex, I, I was about to say Alex in present day, but this isn't... Yeah, technically. (laughs) More present day than 2006, which I guess we also still probably got with Entry 26. Mm -hmm. But who can say? Who knows? And (laughs) Alex just puts a finger to his lips and points. Uh, Jay turns around to check out this the the one other room. The room that he did house. not check last time. He he was starting to go look around that corner, and then there was a sound that did him a frighten, and then he left without actually looking inside, mm-hmm. which I think is really interesting. But as he creeps up to this room, surprise! Maskey jumps out. It's him. He's here. And runs directly for Alex? Yeah, Maskey jumps out with a fucking knife in his hand, like, poised to stab, and just kind of shoves right past Jay. Mm-hmm. It's it's actually kind of hard to see what he, he's doing. I always rely on the next entry to, like, tell <laughs> yeah. me what is actually happening. It's kind it, of hard to tell what's Camera happening. does not really follow the a- action particularly well. Yeah, well, yeah, because it gets dropped. <laughs> <laughs> um, we get some wrestling... Yeah, wrestling and Alex, yelling. Alex and I guess Jay, because the, the camera is dropped, are able to wrestle Maskey to the ground, and Jay picks up the camera while Alex is telling him to get, uh, what does he say, a cable? or Yeah, there's a cord, a cord. That, that Jay hands to Alex to like tie him up. Mm-hmm. Just kind of really throws it on top of him. Yeah, he's just like, here, here, take this. Um... Jay comes up on the other side of Maskey mm-hmm. as Alex pulls the mask off of him. Well, Jay pulls the mask off. Oh, of him, Jay pulls yes. it off. Alex is too busy holding the cord and his hands and like almost strangling him with it a little bit, but it's fine. And uh, it's Tim. Oh, it's Tim, by the way. <laughs> we get a nice close up of the sideburns. Feels pretty obvious in retrospect. Yeah, in, in retrospect, <laughs> it's definitely, like, 
oh, of course it's Tim. Who else could it be? But that was sideburns like, and jacket are kind of a dead yeah. The, giveaway. the jacket, especially, I feel like, is kind of very, very uh, obvious. Yeah, um, I know a lot of people at the time had already been hypothesizing that it was yeah. Tim. That's 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 kind of a <laughs> not a common theme, but kind of a a thing that will happen in this series is that like things get sort of hinted at enough that you know mm-hmm. things that get don't just out. feel like wild shots in the yeah, dark it doesn't, when the it, audience like theorizes about things exactly it doesn't it doesn't feel like things are being thrown at you just to be surprising or like oh no i the audience correctly guessed what's going to happen in a reddit thread somewhere so we have to change yeah, this the is a thing that uh like you know, a long time ago, TV shows and movies used to do this thing called, called foreshadowing, foreshadowing <laughs> where they would drop hints as to <laughs> uh, what could be going on in the future of the series. And if you were paying attention, you know, when whenever that reveal happened, you would feel really rewarded, like, oh, that's what that meant back then. Mm-hmm. Um, media doesn't work that way anymore. <laughs> no, yeah, I mean, that's, and, and it's a little unfair to say media, because, like, there's still plenty of stuff that is no, not... No, nothing works like this anymore. I guess not. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're, we're referring to the upsetting trend of, you know, plots being altered because people guessed what was going to happen, and somehow that's right. bad. <laughs> Somehow it's somehow it's more important to be surprising to your audience than like rewarding. Man, I don't want this episode to become like me ranting about spoiler culture and, and stuff. But I, I, mean, I have some thoughts. Yeah, yeah. I'm about not, this. I'm I'm not even thinking necessarily of spoiler culture it in comes general. Out but of spoiler culture. Yes. Though. Like it it the the root the root of all of it is spoiler culture. Like to the point where you don't tell actors what the context of a scene is so they don't accidentally like say anything (laughs) yeah not a fan of that the thing that i'm thinking of specifically with all of this is game of thrones because of course it is well westworld is is the main one did westworld do that too oh Uh, westworld is what was it, it is what sort of blew open the discourse all about this oh because there were things changed in at least season one or season two of westworld because fans like correctly guessed what was going on. i don't you do you know like any of the twists in westworld no. you should watch westworld i, I know nothing or about we should westworld. watch season one of westworld <laughs> i have not seen anything else but apparently it's not very good anyways um but, you know, Alex tells Jay to hand him a knife. Yes. Hand him the knife that... The knife which has blood on it. Uh, because Alex was stabbed. Yes. We don't see that happen, but... We'll, we'll, get, to, we'll get to that. Um, and Jay has a great line in which he just says, as he's picking up the knife, No, I am not giving you the knife. Which I, I, I love the way he says that. Yeah, um, I actually really like Jay in these yeah. set of entries. Like, he seems... Like, when you put uh, Jay up against actors who are far less rational than him, uh, it makes you root for Jay more, <laughs> even if he sometimes acts irrationally. Yeah. Um, yeah, he, he's like, 
the cooler head in this situation where like he doesn't want to give Alex the knife because he doesn't know what he's gonna do to I mean Tim it's probably not good whatever it is uh because failing that Alex decides to take matters into his own hands picks up a big rock and throws it down we don't really see it but we hear Tim give like this blood curdling scream and then, and then it cuts immediately to Jay in his car. Driving. Um, as you do. This changes everything. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I just want to say, like, Al- the note I have here. Alex takes charge of the situation, like, really, really quickly. Mm-hmm. Where he just, like, immediately starts barking orders yeah. at Jay's. Like, get me the, the cable or, or the rope or, or whatever. Give me the knife. Yeah. And that's something that we've kind of seen before in the Entry 26 footage when the operator shows up in the space with Amy yeah, and Alex. Yeah. He very quickly shifts into, like, here is what you need to do. Go out the window, get down to the street. Like, just giving orders very quickly and, like, being not in control of the situation necessarily. But, but trying to gain control e- of exactly, the situation. Exactly, yeah. Very, like, very quickly he shifting. He knows that if he does not act immediately things can quickly spiral out into like situations that he can't like manipulate and control Mm -hmm. um but like i i also like jay standing up to him being like no like it kind of makes sense to restrain tim here a bit but like (laughs) jay draws the line at giving a knife to someone who seems like they in a murder rage yeah (laughs) Um, but yeah, when the, when the entry ends, we have some narration from present day Jay, uh, saying that he had never expected to find anything like this on one of the tapes. Um. And it changes everything. This changes... I don't know exactly what he means by yeah. anything like this, because one, I constantly throw up my head is, is like, Jay, what were you expecting to find on these tapes? And I know it can't be this, but just like. Creepy he, operator. He, he has to think that he has to have some sort of like preconceived notion of what these tapes are just because you can't stop yourself yeah. from having ideas uh but he just seems like i never thought it could be something like this i mean i think like it's, at, any, at every single point I, I think it's in this case at least it feels almost like he's trying to kind of distance himself from this like mm-hmm. this just very sudden suddenly violent confrontation that he is however unwillingly a part of just like yeah it's kind of alarming <laughs> and then jay just says that he doesn't know what happens next yeah like <laughs> he has no idea what's going on um do we have anything else to say here because this just ends on a on a cliffhanger I, I keep... we, we get two kind of cliffhanger entries in this, and I think they're both better than what we've seen previously. I'm going to talk about the second one later, because mm. you may not know what I'm talking about. I... Oh, okay. I think I know what you're talking about, but maybe I don't. Um, I keep saying this changes everything, because that's like the <laughs> meme line. And and just, just like, you know, any of the the 
meme lines from many a TV show. This changes everything. I do not think is a line that is ever actually verbatim said. It's just like, it changes everything. And to be fair, kind of does. Uh, things, things are thrown into a bit of a perspective with, with the reveals that we get very back to back that, oh, Alex, we found him. And also, oh, yeah, Tim. Yeah, I, I like the rapid fire uh, sort of revealing of information here. Just that Alex is still around and active. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Tim is the masked person. And also, Alex is has apparently no hesitation to get violent. Yeah. He is, like, we have never seen Jay be violent before. We've seen him react to, like, being attacked. But mostly... Mm-hmm. In those situations, he just wants to create distance. Whereas yeah. Alex, it's not even fighting back. It's, like, just intent to harm. <laughs> like, <laughs> intent to neutralize, basically. Um, like, And very, like, quick. He's it, it, almost eager to shift into that mode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I had another thought that I was going to say. Oh, uh, and that everything happens so quickly... We don't really get any kind of reaction to this yeah. reveal of information. Yeah, from, we like, don't get a reaction from Jay, and also, like, we don't have the time to, like, really process yeah, what's going on. Yeah, exactly, which I think is very good. I like the way that, oh, that yeah. works. Um, this is a pretty good entry. Yeah, this one. yeah, this is a good one. Uh, it, we're gonna come back to this entry when whenever uh, we do a spoiler talk. This stuff I want to talk about. Here. Oh yeah, me too, for sure. There's a lot of stuff to talk about with this one. Mm. So moving on. Yeah. We have the To the Arc entry broadcast. Posted oh. on February 26th, 2011. Description, Are You Drowning? Fun fact, that's the title of the first Marble Hornets fanfiction I ever read. <laughs> Do we have anything, like, to even say about this To the Arc Well, entry? there's a voice speaking in this one. Uh, and the, the most, I guess, commonly agreed on uh, transcription of it is that the voice is saying, Enjoying watching you suffer. Do you know me? I will always know you. Hmm. It's, like a, it's like a weird text-to-speech program thing that's been distorted. And we have a view of looking up from underwater. And yeah, with like some crazy chromatic aberration yeah. going on here. So that's what that's what that is. Don't really know exactly what's. Uh... <laughs> yeah, I, I, there's a lot of these to the arc entries yeah. in this where just it like, what of, am I supposed to take from this? It kind of looks like there's a person standing off to the side in this one. Like, uh, well, there's like a figure kind of there. Okay. Well, it it, it is anyway. <laughs> okay. It, it looks like it could be, I guess. Okay. I don't know what you want from me. <laughs> I, I just don't think there's, like, anything really you can take from this. No, I know. There isn't. I'm just... I don't know <laughs> what you want from me, then. <laughs> um, yeah, I think we can move on to entry 36, uploaded March 2nd, 2011, which is <laughs> nearly a month after the last entry. It's, like, two weeks, but yeah. No, it's not. Well, <laughs> it's over three weeks. The last entry was what, February 15th? Yeah. That's two weeks. There are only 28 days in February. Oh, I guess you're right. Anyway. Almost three weeks. It's still a while, yes. Again, Marble Hornets time and real time don't quite uh, jive. 
I also don't want to keep making excuses for it. Well, I, the only reason I keep making that excuse is because I don't think that there is any in-universe reason for it to take three weeks for Jay to upload this footage. Like, it's literally just the people making the series couldn't make the entry in a day. No, I know, but like... <laughs> That, that's the only it, reason I keep... It stretches my disbelief, like, really far. That's a, a real problem that I have with season two, just in Yeah, general. well, I mean, that is something that we will come back to in season three as well, because yeah, we get to... Yeah, I have an to... easier time in season three than I do in season two. Though. Really? I, we, we get... Mm, I could kind of see that, but we get to the point where, like, entries are just a once-a-month occurrence, like, mm. pretty regularly. And so, it's... It, it's... It's worth noting, like, the distance between entries, but that's, the reason I keep saying that is just because, like, again, I, it's, it's not really, it's not really relevant to the plot of Marble Hornets that there's a, a gap in between these entries, I guess. The only time that that is really relevant is the seven-month gap in between, uh, uh, season one and two. I say that. I mean, the only time that it, that it, feels intentional is the seven month gap in between season one and two it's just that there are there are certain especially pairs of entries yeah that i think need to be uploaded like pretty close to each other and sometimes they do that really well mm -hmm. and sometimes you have this where yeah. <laughs> well uh, I'll, I'll just say that the premise for this entry is that there is more to this tape that mm -hmm. uh, won't play, and Jay finds out, uh, and he keeps trying and is able to play the rest of the tape, but with some pretty heavy distortion. He says it takes a couple of days for him to get yeah. this, and I feel like this should be uploaded a couple of days after. Right. <laughs> If, if we're talking about, like, things needing to be at the same time, I feel like it was probably going to be a thing that this entry was going to be uh, more... Uh, follow the last one more closely, but there was part of this entry that was re-recorded. Like, they, they, oh. they redid it. Uh, because I think they had filmed things for this entry before entry 35 and the energy uh, was not <laughs> did not appropriately match up with the event that had just occurred so they they ended up doing some reshooting and that's kind of why it took so long yeah um i really like the acting of this entry but we'll get to that in in a second because uh, we we just get like we see the the final shot of the previous entry with Jay in the car, and then distortion starts coming through really, really intensely. Mm -hmm. uh, I just have a note that this is the same kind of distortion that we saw in Jay's uh, bedroom when he it looked like yeah. he was floating above the bed. Yeah, uh, we just have like these. I don't know if you would call them scan lines or. It's it's kind of like pixely almost. Uh -huh. It's it's very digital distortion we just have some some intense distortion as as alex and jay debrief over what just happened which is alex smashed tim's leg with a block of cement uh after he was stabbed, stabbed. 
after Alex was stabbed. Yes, Alex was, was stabbed in the arm. Alex, um, Alex says that he could have done worse, and he probably should have. Yeah. Which is, like, we're getting some more character for Alex here, is yeah. that he, he does not take kindly to masked people running around. Yeah, he and we, we don't get a reaction from Jay for that line either, because we very yeah. quickly jump back into distortion. But, boy, Alex is... Alex is unhappy he seems discontent with the current state <laughs> of, of things um yeah i just want to say uh the acting here specifically troy's acting as jay like mm-hmm. i i think they like really killed it here his line delivery for uh what were you thinking and you broke his leg with, <laughs> with a block of cement like has the perfect amount of like incredulity and just like being stunned by yeah. <laughs> by what Alex did um, and it's it's also like worth noting that we we started this with driving footage because we are at a different place now we are no longer mm-hmm. at this abandoned house what happened to Tim they just left him there I guess they just left him there and I, he's not gonna be going anywhere I guess with not. that broken like, leg I I I I always have to wonder what exactly happened there because, like, Alex does not seem like he was in a mood to just kind of leave. He seemed like he was kind of in a mood to do some murder <laughs> or at least, you know, I don't know, get some answers or something. Mortally wound. Do some wounding. Um, yeah, you had mentioned in our last episode that when we see Maskey, he's walking with a limp. Yes. And now we know why. Yes. Which is a good little detail. Yes. I like that. I, like I, I didn't want to bring it up in that episode because I thought that would be a good thing to bring up after the fact. But either way, like, it's it's a it's a really it's good detail. Yeah, like, that's something, uh, going back to being able to watch this all at once rather than waiting months in between. When you're waiting in between entries, you have nothing to do but go back and analyze previous entries. So... Him having a limp is something that you might not actually notice if you're mm-hmm. watching through for the first time. Uh, but, you know, if you are going back over these entries, like, frame by frame and looking for things over and over, you're going to see that, obviously, and wonder what the heck is going on with that. So I think that's a really neat, like, kind of reveal that is done. Uh, like, it works either way, whether you notice it or not. It's, it's good. I like it. Alex explains that he was able to find what hotel and room Jay was staying at and was able to send a package directly to his door and that he's not exactly hard to find. So here we get some confirmation that, yes, it was Alex who sent the package. Yes. Um, And then (laughs) the ending narration is present day Jay saying, like, I guess Alex is the one who sent me the package. Like, thank you. Jay. I mean, Jay, once again, especially current day Jay, like past Jay, like the Jay from se- this seven month period, mm-hmm. seems like more on top of things than present day Jay. I mean, that's understandable. Uh, once again, present day Jay can like only come to the most obvious conclusions and always like kind of too little too late. Yeah. I, I, although at the same time, like I can see why that would be there just like as a yes i i see i see what happened in this footage i'm not look overlooking it like you don't have to tweet at me 
then Alex says that he'll contact Jay. Yeah. Jay asks Alex, which I think is really interesting. He asks Alex what Alex wants him to do until he okay. decides to contact him. I was trying to remember how this whole conversation plays out. And Alex just tells him to lay low. And Jay <laughs> is like, oh, cool. I'm great at doing that. And that's it. Yeah, Jay is, like, really pissed off at Alex here, which is understandable. Yeah. But, like, <laughs> him being pissed off in this moment seems more, like, directed at the fact that, like, Alex is not giving him any clear instruction after, like, dragging him out here. Mm-hmm. Um, rather than... Alex, uh, <laughs> kind of lost control of himself there and wanted yeah. to harm a human person. And that's, and that's something that is actually said in ending narration when Jay is saying, like, oh yeah, Alex must have been the one that sent the tape. Mm-hmm. I still don't know why he sent me the tape. Yeah. And is hoping that there will be a tape explaining, in which Alex explains why he did that and what Jay is there for. Yeah, my, my final note for this entry is that he just hopes that there is a tape somewhere that explains why Alex contacted him. Um, spoilers, we don't get that in this set of entries. We still don't know why Alex contacted <laughs> yeah. Jay and uh, what he hopes Jay can do for him. There's a mystery afoot. Yeah, something's going on. Moving on. Got to the arc entry side tone. Uploaded March 15th, 2011. Has the description 000-0000, which is the format for a United States phone number. Yes. But they're all zeros. Yes. And we get a, a nice close-up of the zero key on like an old phone that has the opera, operator yeah. <laughs> text on it, which I guess is fine. Audio is Alex's voicemail. The um... Oh, for real? Yeah. Which we haven't heard yet. Yeah, we have not heard yet. Um, it's the entirety of the voicemail, which I don't think we hear clearly at any point in these other entries when we hear his voicemail. Um, the audio has been pitched down slightly, uh, and there's like a phone tone in the background. But yeah, so the I, I believe that whenever Jay had put this one, like linked to this one on Twitter, because he does that whenever To The Arc videos come out, uh, he mentioned that, like, I guess whoever to the arc is, they have Alex's cell phone number. And I think that that's a really funny statement, considering that Jay apparently doesn't. And that's more information that he would love to have. Ooh, uh, would Jay have Alex's number saved in his in phone after what? In present day? Yeah. I don't know. I feel like he has to. You'd from information that. that we get from these entries, because he gets a call mm-hmm. from Alex, and he knows, like, presumably knows the the day that that call came through. So he could just search his call history. Like, even if he doesn't have Alex saved as a contact. You'd think that. <laughs> I can't... We'll get to it. Yeah, Jake could pr- probably that... just check his call history and yes, find Alex's phone number. But... There's fucky things that happen with phones, and we'll get to that in a minute. Yeah, well... So... I mean, we've already seen some kind of fucky thing happen with phone, because when he gets that text from, presumably, Alex, it's a weird number that makes no sense. Yes. Um... 
I I don't get much out of this to the oh, other yeah, entry there, other than there's also a there's also a very brief code. There are numbers that flash in the entry. There's twelve, nine, five, and nineteen, which spells out lies. Mm. That's it. Lies with the sound of Alex Crayley's voicemail. <laughs> Leave your name and number, and I'll get mm. back to you. Mm. There's also brief fla- flashes of like footage but it's kind of impossible to tell what exactly it is but we'll come back to that i think we can move on to entry number three well before we do i actually oh. want to mention the the twitter leading up to this because uh the let's see when what day this was march 23rd 2011 okay so on March 21st, two days before this, we started getting a lot of tweets from Jay in which he mentioned that he had found something that made him not want to go through the rest of the tapes uh, and that he had a headache. And then he seemed to be having some trouble signing into YouTube, um, <laughs> including the, the one tweet that is just, I may have temporarily forgotten my password, which I think is wonderful. <laughs> um, he spends the entire evening apparently trying to log into his YouTube, and as time goes on, there start to become typos in his tweets, and he mentions having the worst headache, and thinking that he's hearing things, and then eventually he stops tweeting, and then two days later we get this. So this is entry number 37. The E is not capitalized, and there are two T's, and any time we have any variation in the naming scheme... Mm-hmm. For the entries, there's something fucking you should <laughs> you should brace yourself. Um, That's why I mentioned that there are typos yeah. in the uh, tweets because that that is relevant. I don't trust Jay's grammar anyway. Well, no, but uh, still. Posted March twenty third, twenty eleven, with the description memories. Um, I like I like how this entry start because of course there's no narration for reasons we'll get into. Um, but it does start with a VCR screen, mm-hmm. and then an old tape yep. starts playing. Good old VHS. We do have a time code for this one, April 4th, 1991. I wasn't alive then yet. <laughs> Quite. Yeah, it uh, looks like we are looking at somebody's birthday party somebody's opening some presents a kid yes small uh, yeah kid. A, a, a small child um younger than 10 yes i don't know um i will say we, we've got just across the bottom of the stream screen we've got some like vhs white noise um uh, for a brief second the operator symbol flashes over this kid's face just for like a frame mm-hmm and then uh, this is like outside in the daylight, and then we cut to inside at night, like it's... a couple hours later. Yeah, because uh, we have a time code. One was like at four something, and then later it's at six something. Mm-hmm. Um, but somebody's bringing out a cake with some candles on it while mm-hmm. other people are singing "Happy Birthday." And we can hear, like, one man's voice, like, over <laughs> everything else. Presumably whoever's holding the camera. Yeah, as they're singing, happy birthday, dear Alex. Bum, bum, bum. Sets the cake down. And as Alex 
blows out the candles, the operator appears on screen, but like in a very weird way. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of like a silhouette of it that like, it looks sort of like a, a double exposed picture, like a photograph where there's a, yeah. an image overlaid on top of something else. Yeah, it, it is not appearing, which of course does not make sense for digital tape, but um, yeah, it's appearing in a way that we've never seen before, like mm-hmm. as, as a video effect, yeah. almost. Yeah. Um, but then it cuts back. And meanwhile, also, we have some, as that is happening, the date does some funky things, and we get a whole bunch of dates listed. Uh, the first one is 1900, and then we get, like, some 99, 1891, 1988, um, it's it's sort of it's sort of reminiscent of what we had in entry twenty six whenever the time code started counting down whenever the operator was on screen mm-hmm. uh, right before it like went to white. So there's that happening, and then uh, we stop. <laughs> yep, uh, we go back to the to the VCR screen as it stops, and then the entry ends. Yep. I'm not sure there's much to talk about, like, in the content of this entry. It's more just the fact that it exists. Yeah, all I want to say about the content of this entry is that there are obviously six candles on the cake, but uh, we actually will, well, we'll learn. We know from other canon materials that... Wait, 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 wait. Are you going to say something that we don't actually know yet? I was just going to say that Alex, this is Alex's fifth birthday. Okay. That's all I was going to say. We know from from ancillary material that Alex was born in 1986. Oh, okay. That's all. It's not really relevant to anything. I so just... it doesn't quite match up with the six candles on the cake. Right. It, it's hard to tell how many candles are actually on the cake, but I'm pretty sure it's six. Okay. <laughs> that's, um, that's not really important in any way. I just feel like mentioning it. <laughs> All right. I, I, I think it's I think it's important anytime that we get any kind of information about these characters' birth dates because Jay tried nineteen eighty five as one of the combinations to the mm. safe, and that is presumably the year that he was born. Is Jay older than Alex? There you go. None of that is important, but it's important <laughs> to me. Entry thirty eight. Right. Posted April fifth, twenty eleven. And has a description that just says unlabeled. Yeah, uh, just my first note for this entry is that this is one of the unlabeled tapes. I don't know why Jay decided to just pick an unlabeled tape. Oh, I guess I guess it's worth mentioning that the end of that Twitter saga is that uh, a week later on March 29th, Jay wakes up in his car near the Red Tower without knowing how he got there. And it's a long way from where he was and he doesn't have the tapes with him. And the footage that he had copied to his laptop had apparently been deleted, and he needs to get back fast. And then he looked in the red tower again before leaving, but didn't find anything. And then he gets back, and then he uploads this entry. Okay. That's it. That was the end of that. Just mentioning. Yeah. Yeah, don't... I don't really know why he uh, chooses an unlabeled tape to post here. Yes. Do we want to talk about the deleted entry 37 now? 
or do we want to wait until the end? Uh, let's finish this entry up. Actually, let's wait until the end. We'll talk, we'll come let's, back. Let's this. actually finish this whole set of entries. That's what and I mean. Then, yeah, okay, yeah. Um, <laughs> this is a weird... This, this is, is a, a weird, weird one. one. I... I don't like this entry, and I wish it was removed from the series. <laughs> I think a lot of people did not like this entry and wish it was removed from the series, perhaps including the creators of the series. <laughs> um, yeah, this is the last few minutes of an unlabeled tape. Alex and Jay are walking in the woods. Alex needs to be leading Jay somewhere. Uh, at one point, Alex is the one holding the camera, which I think is kind of interesting. Yeah. That, that Jay, I guess, gave him the camera to hold. Mm-hmm. Odd. Mm, and Jay then... asks where they're going. Alex says, how much do you know about this area? And then Jay says, nothing. And then Alex breaks into like, a really time. dumb, stupid story <laughs> that I hate. Yeah. <laughs> so it tells a story about how people used to people used to have trials for their worst criminals and would string them up to these trees that were really fast growing so the idea is that they would get stretched out like they were on a rack uh etc etc it's it's just a spooky story (laughs) it's just a spooky and weird story and there was a lot of I do like Alex actually saying, it's like, of course they weren't actually stretched by the trees, they just died of starvation. I'm like, thank you, Alex, for bringing, like, a little bit of reality into this stupid story. Technically it was dehydration, but yes, go on. Well, whatever. Um, It's an important detail. uh, Yeah, the the one detail that I like about <laughs> i just had the 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 note this story sucks and alex is a bad storyteller but uh there is a detail that i like about it is that uh the trees that these criminals were supposedly strung up in were burned down we're getting like a repeating motif and i think this is a good time to bring it up yeah of fire fire comes up mm-hmm. in certain contexts um and will be notable like when it appears and it's <laughs> it, it it's not like a like a literal stupid reason like fire means that this is happening <laughs> or whatever but like we get a re- like a repeating motif of fire i'll say that uh two other sort of nature motifs that we're gonna get a lot are the woods and of water in yes. general um that's also water in general has kind of been a theme already kind of recurring through some of the to the arc videos we have right one in uh, we have a lot of almost drowning imagery yeah but... yeah we, we have deluge in season one and we have we had the broadcast with the underwater and the are you drowning the, these aren't really like signifiers that point to anything, but um, I don't know. There, there is like a symbolic element to them. Mm-hmm. Um, this story sucks. Yeah, this story's so bad. <laughs> the story is. It's <laughs> Jane knows that it's bad. <laughs> the story was was at when when this entry was a thing. The story was kind of assumed to be 
intended as like an origin the origin story? story of the slender man he's so tall because the I, trees stretched him yeah which is no Ugh. it's not and it's not that and it's yeah and the creators silly. never intended it to be that way they you yeah know, just wanted alex kind of being weird mm-hmm. but like it does kind of come across that way it's, and it just sucks yeah and there's no reason for Alex to be telling Jay this, which makes it even weirder. Yeah, this story has no bearing on anything in Marble Hornets, other than, like, weird character insight into Alex. But Jay calls him out on it. It's just like, is that why we're here in the woods? <laughs> to tell spooky ghost stories? And to look at trees. <laughs> um, Alex walks off the path and says, come here. And Jay is like, like, I'm going to change the table. What? <laughs> He's like, come here for a second. And then Jay notices that he's at the end of the tape and says, hold on, I need to change it. And then sits, like, crouches down or sets the camera down or something. And Alex, whose back has been at the camera, turns around and starts walking back towards Jay. And I'm going to say that that is the second cliffhanger of this set of entries because that that struck me as extremely ominous because Jay is like in a compromised position as he's bending down (laughs) changing the tape and Alex has been acting weird and he only approaches Jay right at the end here as the tape is being changed yeah it seems kind of to me this is this is a cliffhanger and it it this this just works this works for me this to me like is like good it works. and it's and, and to me is like the saving grace of this entry yeah it works far better as a cliffhanger in universe with this being an unlabeled tape because uh-huh. we don't know what the hell happens next because yeah. we don't know what tape follows this or what tape comes before this we don't have any idea we don't wh- know why they're there we don't know when in the seven months that this takes place <laughs> um also you can cut this if you want to because it's not particularly relevant but Talking about fast-growing trees reminded me of something that is... So, there's this mythical method of execution uh, that was supposedly used in the past, but there's no actual evidence for it. But Mythbusters proved that it can actually be done, in which prisoners are, like, uh, restrained over bamboo that is growing, like, quickly and is sharp. And so it just slowly, like, burrows through you. Um, and that that's, I don't know, I guess that's vaguely related, but not really. Thanks, Mythbusters. You can cut that if you want to. <laughs> I'll leave it in. Um, that's just yeah. what it reminded me of. If you need information about <laughs> obscure torture methods, apparently I have that information for you. You're welcome. Yeah, in the in the ending narration for this entry, we just have Jay wondering what happened to Alex. Mm-hmm. Like after this seven months, he's like, "Why is Alex acting like this?" And also, what happened to him? Because mm-hmm. uh, apparently, we were in contact during these seven months, but we're not in contact now. Um, and then we have just Jay throwing off hand at the end of this entry. Oh, by the way, I didn't post entry thirty-seven. Yeah, which. We could probably have uh, surmised, but yeah. Don't don't know where the footage came from. Don't know what's up with that. I don't know. 
Uh, do we have anything else to say about this terrible, terrible entry? This entry is where we see J- uh, is where we see Alex wearing the blue striped jacket that has become like synonymous, iconic. yeah, iconic with his character, which is great because he only really wears this jacket like during this season and only in a couple entries. I think this might actually be the only time he wears this jacket. I feel like we see it at least one more time. Well. Doesn't he wear it at the very end of his season? Y- mm, it, yes, but it's the same day as this. Is it? Yes. Huh, alright. If it's the one I'm thinking of, then yes. It's possible that he wears it one more time at some point, but I can't think of when that would be. Anyway, right, we'll, we'll, we're come, done with this we'll come back to this jacket. This will be important later. Uh, we've got entry 39. I up- like this entry. Uploaded, yeah, this is a good one. Uh, uploaded April 12th, 2011. Uh, we just have Jay sitting in the back of his car waiting for a call mm-hmm. from Alex. Um, do we get him calling? No, uh, he calls Alex later. Um, he's <laughs> waiting, waiting for a call. Gets a call from Alex, picks up the phone, and we just hear Alex's voice, Meet me at Crosswood Park tomorrow. Alex, where have you been? I've been trying to... It's been a week since... Yeah, critical information. It has been a week since um, Jay and Alex last met up, and there's been no contact between them. But we just have Alex saying, Meet me at Crosswood Park tomorrow. All business. Then hangs up on Jay. Mm Mm-hmm. Jay calls call. him and then we get um, his voicemail. And I just want to say, like, this is, uh, this is, like, actually a great way of showing character is that oh, yeah. we have, like, the juxtaposition of Alex just saying to meet him at Rosswood Park and not saying anything. And then this very pleasant professional tone on his voicemail that, like, <laughs> seems normal. Yeah. The fact that Alex could be normal at any point in time is far scarier than anything else. And I mean, like, it's it's so weird seeing Alex in a normal mode. I'm so used to him being a freak. I wonder how old that voicemail is. Mm-hmm. I've, I'm pretty sure I've had the same voicemail for... I mean, I've had the same phone numbers for, like, the past decade. So, um, yeah. I, I wonder if that was from the days when he was normal. Because presumably before all of this, before he became a, 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 a very mean film director, he was a normal dude. <laughs> was Pres- Alex ever really normal? Can a normal person make marble hornets? You know, <laughs> that's pretty normal. I, I film love, majors. I love the character of Alex oh, yeah. so much. Um. Like, in a way that I I feel like I take for granted, like, way too much. But, like, he is so weird. And, (laughs) like, very, very, like, almost menacing. Yeah. Yeah, from the moment that we see him in this season, it's just very... The vibes are off. The vibes are... come pick me up. (laughs) The vibes are very, like... You know, we're, we're when we're seeing season one and we're seeing Alex in the past footage and seeing that like 
him being aggressive and angry is, according to everyone, like, uh, by all accounts, is not what Alex is normally like. And we do see him acting, quote-unquote, normal yeah. in, in some entries. And, and in Entry 26, when, when we see him in presumably, like, more recent footage, mm-hmm. uh, he's fine. He doesn't seem... Yeah, he's maybe a little bit of a dick. Yeah, exactly. Like, like that's he, that's the feeling that I get is that like this guy's kind of you know maybe a little bit of an asshole, but only in the way that like you know a twenty <laughs> something who's making a student film is you know, and so like. But when he shows up in season, when he two, shows up it's in season, so exactly different. like that's what I'm saying is it's it's very like immediately like you might expect oh we're gonna find Alex again and maybe we'll get to finally talk to someone about everything that's going on but from the moment Alex he shows is up, so not interested in talking. <laughs> from the moment he shows up, he's just like the vibes, man. He's he seems very, very done. With this entire situation. Mm. Whatever that situation may be, <laughs> because we still don't exactly know. So then we have Jay. Uh, we get a cut to nighttime. Mm-hmm. Jay appears to be you know, still in his car in a parking lot somewhere. Maybe the same parking lot? Uh, is he in a parking lot here? Yes. I okay, yeah. I was just... The impression I get is that he's just, like, on the side of the road, which doesn't make any sense. <laughs> he's near like, a road, because we can hear car noise, but now he's in a parking lot off to the side. Incidentally, um, this is the same whenever, in Entry 27, when Jay is, like, walking around this town and saying that he has no idea where he is, and he, like, is at this weird little spillway area with, like, the fence and everything, this mm. is actually that area, oh. which I assume is probably, like... Not intentional, but I mean, like, that's... I don't think that this is meant to stand in for a different location. Oh, sure. Because this is the same area sure. that Jay's in. Uh, we get a, you know, a cut to... It, it, tonight. Mm-hmm. And... Jay trying to call Alex again, presumably. Mm-hmm. Doesn't work. <laughs> and then he sort of sets up shop here. And I we get a lot of these moments with Jay... Um, both in this season and in, in season three, where we get a glimpse into, like, what his life is like since all yeah. of this started. And it's it's sad every time. Yeah. Um, where, like, My boy. <laughs> uh, we're going to get some worse ones My later. Boy. But Jay just sort of curling up in the back of his car in mm-hmm. a parking lot and turning the light off in his car and mm-hmm. laying down just like this is this is fine I'm gonna sleep tonight i guess poor jay but then we get a card that says roughly 40 minutes pass on the tape and then it cuts back to the you know the back the trunk of this car i guess mm-hmm. the hatchback and a figure passes in front of the window and stands there for a couple of seconds. Kind of leans down. And then moves on. Um, Jay says later in the narration that the footage was too blurry to make anything out. I just want to say, like, 
the <laughs> this is something you've probably noticed on your own cameras and phones when it's dark outside your picture quality worsens yes uh for a lot of different reasons that i can't remember exactly what the explanation is like it has to do with iso and stuff like that your camera is trying to take in a lot of light that isn't there and it just makes the picture quality like really bad (laughs) um and you know i like i i like that little real world oh yeah phenomenon (laughs) that like makes it possible for like this this could feel like a really like bad plot contrivance that we yeah, can't see who this person like is. Like it's just out of focus. Like if it's for just some like reason. yeah, out of focus or there's some distortion. I'm just like mm, that feels kind of cheap. But like, I I don't feel like there's like much done in post on this image. Yeah, like, if any, it's literally just what the footage looks like. It's what, <laughs> what it would look like if someone night. was outside of your car in the dark. Like that's it'd just be like that. Yeah, it, it doesn't feel like a contrivance this way. But somebody comes and just checks Jay out and then moves on. And moves on. Which I would say is Honestly, maybe not that notable. Yeah. Like if, you know, if I was like outside in a parking lot somewhere at night and I just saw a car and I happened to be walking next to it, I might peer in if I saw, like, an indication of a person just in the back. See, I would not. I would just very quickly keep walking because that's the kind of I probably wouldn't, like, peer in like that, but I would, like, give it, like, a side-eye glance and just, like, is there a dude in the back of the car? I feel like I probably wouldn't because I'm oblivious to everything, and that's why I love Jay. Mm. We're relatable. But I I don't... But yeah, yeah, on its own, it does not feel, like, Particularly important, except... For our next to the arc entry forecast posted april 21st 2011 its description is base 64 for see you saw you um and we've got a lung i guess yeah is it's a lung it's footage of a dog lung being artificially inflated and deflated and then we've got some numbers that show up, which uh, decode to "Am I a prophet?" Which is odd. The um, audio is the fourth movement from Beethoven's Fifth Symphony, reversed and slowed down. Cool. And then we have text that says, "Here is something I have wanted to show you." And then we get footage of somebody approaching the back of the car it's from their perspective and they look into the back of this car and there's jay sleeping asleep in the back of his vehicle so the person was holding a camera mm-hmm uh and so was... this is interesting i think we might be able well it seems like things are are not as clear as we may have thought. Tim is the masked man. He may not be to the Ark because whoever is holding this camera might be to the Ark. Yeah, and it's been and it's been a week. It's been one week yep, since man. exactly since. At this point in time, it has been a week since Alex. Tim's leg was smashed. Yeah, and so this person does not seem to uh, 
To be Tim. To be having any trouble walking. Something's fucky yeah. in the state of Kentucky. I love, uh, here is something I have wanted to show you. Yes, because it, it implies that to the arc has just been kind of hanging on to this footage. holding on to this footage. Waiting for, for Jay. To see uh, December, January, March, April. A year. He's been holding on to this footage yeah, for over for a year. A, about a year. Yeah, because <laughs> we are still in April of 2010 on these tapes, and this was posted in April of 2011. Oh, that's good. That's I wasn't me. expecting to come out to almost exactly a year, but yeah, it's very it good. But I, I guess since uh, to the arc videos are video responses to actual entries, and there were no entries posted in that seven month period. Mm-hmm. He was just waiting. Yeah. I don't know at what point video, video responses, responses go away. stopped being a thing. I should probably look that up sometime. Yeah, I'm not sure. But but really, whether they are officially responses or not, they are always kind of responses to yeah. videos that have been posted, typically, on the channel. So we have that. So that's spooky. Someone was watching Jay while he sleep. That's probably not great. No. <laughs> <laughs> no it's not uh, yeah I, I it, there's not like a whole lot in like the previous entry and in, in, in this to the arc but like it to all of this together is just like oh there are like there's the plot which is Jay and Alex are meeting up to do question mark mm-hmm and present day Jay is trying to figure out what that could have been and what happened in these past seven months. But then there's another layer to this. Yes. That remains inscrutable at yes. this point. <laughs> like, we, we know that Jay was... Let me start over. We know that Jay was in contact with Alex during these seven months. We know that he is apparently no longer in contact with Alex. We don't know why. We don't know where Alex is. We don't know what happened. We know that To The Ark is still a thing. To The Ark is still an active force mm. in Jay's life. And, and does not seem to solely be Tim. Yeah, exactly. And does we not... <laughs> I was going to say, we don't know what's going on with Tim now, except we he did appear. <laughs> yeah, we did see him in present day times uh, <laughs> in the hotel. Mm-hmm. So, you know, things... So many twists and turns. <laughs> um, yeah, let's move on to the next entry and get through it, and then we can sort of wrap up our feelings on this set of entries, because there's some stuff to talk about here. Yeah, entry 40. Uploaded May 3rd, 2011. Um, so this is the day after entry 39. Yeah. We just get the title card. Let me look at the transcript for exactly what this says. Yeah, entry number 40, the day after Alex called, and then just the words, Rosswood Park. It's worth- And it holds on Rosswood Park for, like, maybe a little longer than I think it needs to, but, like, for whatever reason, just having those words on screen started to, like, <laughs> fill me with a little bit of dread. Yeah. Just, like, something's gonna happen here. Feels ominous. And I can't, I think it's this entry, it's either this one, or I could literally just click on the thing and look. Yeah, it's this one. 
the font for entry 40 title card is off. It is not the same as the rest. It is fixed for the is Blu-ray. Is that Helvetica? <laughs> it's fixed for the I Blu-ray. I think it's just Helvetica. <laughs> for the Blu-ray and for the, the DVD release, I believe. But it, it is it is off, which I think is very funny. Yeah, that's odd. <laughs> it doesn't mean anything in this case, probably. But yeah. I just think it's fun. Anyways, Jay's at Rothwood Park, calls Alex, says, uh, you didn't tell me what time to meet me, you asshole. <laughs> I'm here. And then I guess decides just to Wander walk around. around the woods for a little bit. I mean, like, he's at a park, he might as well mm-hmm. check out what's here. I think it's interesting that uh, in the previous entry, Alex said, meet me at Rosswood Park. He did not say where Rosswood Park is or anything like that. So presumably, either he knows that Jay knows where Rosswood Park is, or he's just expecting that Jay's gonna fucking figure it out. I guess Google Maps. Mm. I don't know if I don't I mean, know how. Jay would have no reason to know where Rosswood Park is or what it is at this point. Yeah. Well, what I was gonna say from that is that, that entry thirty six is in a parking lot somewhere. Um, it's hard to tell where it is exactly, but at least in real life, it is in a parking lot that is part of the park that is Rosswood Park. So it's possible that in Entry 36, yeah, in Entry 36, uh, Jay is following Alex in Alex's car, like Jay's in his car and Alex is in his car, and follows him to Rosswood Park, and that is why Jay knows where Rosswood Park is. Gotcha. That's not really super relevant or anything but i think it's a neat little that's detail. believable i can i can definitely accept that um yeah jay just starts walking around the woods we get you know some camera cuts to him in different places he's, he's like, walking on a trail he's not just yeah. like stumbling he's through like, the woods it's like next to a creek at some point uh there's one of these cuts where like the footage instead of coming back like it goes to black first and then blinks back on and then there's some wild ass audio distortion yeah that just goes on for a while it goes on for that whole clip yeah, exactly. until it cuts again exactly and then, it, and then it's gone mm-hmm. um we eventually come to a clearing mm-hmm. jay sits down and sets the camera down pointed directly at his crotch yes lots of jay's crotch in this one jay's crotch and jay's butt lots of it um and then calls Alex again and says, hey. I'm uh, in the woods. <laughs> I'm in the woods. I'll probably be back in like 15 or 20 minutes. So if you're there, just wait for me there. Um, I just have, My note here is Jay teaches by example. He tells Alex where he is and when he'll be out. <laughs> Which Alex does not do for Jay. Yeah. Um, Jay's trying to be considerate. He seems, you know, a little still pissed off mm-hmm. that Alex, Alex is being extremely unhelpful um, but does do him the courtesy of letting him know where he is um, then we get Jay walking around this weird brick structure yeah we've got these weird like chimneys that are just sitting in this clearing yeah I, I have no idea neither do i because fun fact this is one of only a few locations in the web series marble hornets of which i have not visited because this location does not exist anymore Hmm. there is now like a neighborhood there 
<laughs> um, but yeah, it's just like this weird. It. I don't know what this is. I don't know why there are just like weird chimneys here. <laughs> yeah, it's strange. But as Jay is like walking around, checking out these weird little things that are overgrown with like vines yeah. and stuff. It almost looks like there's a tree on top of the chimney, which I think is really neat looking. Yeah, <laughs> something has grown up out of it. Uh, he turns the corner on... First of all, we get a bit of video tearing. Just, yeah. just subtle. A little bit. Along the bottom of the screen. And then he comes around the corner of one of these uh, chimneys, and the operator is just standing there. Hello. Are the... <laughs> Jay sort of jumps back and it seems like he falls down oh, yeah. or something. Yeah. Um, kind of fumbles with the camera and then gets up and the operator is much closer to him. Yeah, it's like he it's like he scrambles back around the corner kind of uh -huh. and then like goes to look at it and then it's like right right, right there. Like so close that we do not actually see its head because Yeah, the camera like even tilts up a little bit and we don't see the top of it. Um, this is not one of my favorite operator yeah. appearances. To me, it doesn't look particularly good. I feel like I have to review each time we see the <laughs> operator. Like, this one's fine. It I gets the it, job done. Yeah, I think it looks fine. I think the the suddenness with which it appears yeah. is very if, good. If you're not expecting this, it'll catch you off guard but it certainly catches jay off guard i i do want to say the entry prepares you for it it because does because we have the tearing we have we the... have the tearing but we also have and this is going to be i we this may have already happened before but now you okay so you know how in lost <laughs> whenever we're about to go to a flashback uh-huh. We, we get have, the flashback noise. Yeah, we get the flashback. Like, the the, there's a, there is a formula, and, like, Lost is extremely important to the history of cinema and television, and this is one of the reasons why, is that flashbacks work differently after Lost than mm -hmm. before Lost, because Lost, like, establishes a formula, and it's that somebody says a line that's meaningful, and then we have a shot of the character's face staring off that into will be the middle relevant. distance. Yeah. <laughs> and then we have like a sort of high-pitched humming noise and then some sound from the flashback that we're about to cut to and then cut to the flashback. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's how Marble Hornets is going to do its operator appearances because we have a hum that comes we through do. on the camera right before we get the operator. Yes. Um, That's... Which, like, I don't know, it struck me really hard this time, and I'm like, oh, I know exactly when the operator's gonna come, and, yeah, I, I, I don't know when they start doing this. Like, I feel like it might have already happened. Well, I um, mean... Like, at the tunnel, did it happen? Uh, perhaps somewhat. We had video tearing and whatnot at the tunnel, for mm -hmm. sure. But the audio was already very distorted, so it was kind of yeah. hard to tell. But this sort of like, but yeah, there's sort high pitched of... hum mm -hmm. prelude to the operator is is and like it's not gonna something... be one of like the hallmarks of an operator appearance yeah. now. It's not something that we'll see every time. No. I don't think, but it is definitely like 
you can you can if you're if you're looking for the signs if you know what to look for you're usually not going to be surprised by seeing the operator because you can tell it's coming yeah they, it's, it's they very do a lot to anticipate the actual reveal of the operator and sometimes that makes things even scarier because you know it's about to happen yeah. and you're just kind of like waiting and it for also it, it also makes the moments when that doesn't happen beforehand all that much more effective <laughs> in being surprising um jay drops the camera and jay we get drops just the a little and fucking runs just running off into the woods yeah we, i get the feeling from this like it's hard to tell exactly where the camera lands in relation to where like the chimney thing and where the operator was but the feeling that i have as we're like watching jay like sprint Stand off into the distance real. is that the operator is standing right right behind, behind the camera like, yes right i get that exact same feeling and it's oh um, we get some some heavy video distortion yeah like like the one of the main reasons I think the operator is standing right there is because the picture and sound quality just gets worse and worse. Gradually, until... like it's getting closer. Like it feels like oh, it's getting closer. Ooh, I didn't even think about. It. I just I was thinking more like prolonged exposure. That too. But like also that being a symbol, like a sign of the operator like approaching. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. I will say, there is something that feels different about this operator appearance. And I was actually thinking about this earlier today when I was thinking about, like, oh, we're going to be recording. It's like, what happens in these next entries? And I was thinking about it. This operator appearance, you know, we see the operator pop up, like, in people's houses, outside people's houses, where people are. And it just seems to, like, hey, if this thing is following you, it could pop up you know, at any time. Mm -hmm. um, but here, it's like Jay is going to where the operator is. Yeah, it feels more like it's, like, it feels less like the operator is following him and more like he is in a place where he should not be. Yeah. Like, it feels kind of, I mean, kind of similar vaguely to that weird basement in entry 23 like where jay ends mm. up and the operator is just there eventually like it's it's sort of gives me the same vibe of like this is just where yeah, the it, operator it exists it doesn't feel like the operator is like invading a place or mm -hmm. following somebody it feels like you are coming across something you're not supposed to exactly yeah um something that has been actually churning in my head that i keep meaning to mention on the podcast but i haven't yet is that there are parts of what the operator does that like modern incarnations of slenderman or just like future incarnations of slenderman do that was not part of like the original stories but are so ingrained of what we yep. think of slenderman doing that we haven't even mentioned them and one of them is appearing out of nowhere yeah this is like i i this didn't even cross my mind for the longest time like oh this is a thing that marble hornets does yep. that is not in the original story that the operator can just like show up yeah like uh, <laughs> and i mean but, but this is this is like one of like when you think of like what slender man does like uh, what 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 are the hallmarks of slender man oh he's tall he wears a suit he doesn't have a face sometimes he has like tentacles or branches coming out of him mm -hmm. 
you know, he, he makes you cough. But now it like one of the main things is that he, he teleports and yeah. can be anywhere. But like Marble Hornets did that. Yeah. I mean Marble anything. Hornets did that very early on. Like mm-hmm. even even But like it was it was Yeah. Like when I was trying to think about like what is notable about Marble Hornets operator that didn't even cross my mind because it's just how we think of Slenderman. Yeah. When that is something that Marble Hornets came up with. Yeah, like even as early as entry four when the operator was walking. Yeah it disappears like it's mm-hmm. gone in the next shot so like that's that's something that was from a very early time i mean even in the first fucking entry like it it it, it we, we had been talking about how alex seems to be like looking out at the yard like he's looking for something and then mm-hmm. he turns the camera and the operator's there like it's like he's expecting it to be out there but it's here mm-hmm. you know so even from the beginning it's very much that is that is what it does it just kind of show up when you're not expecting it <laughs> or when you are expecting it mm-hmm. and it's and it's still creepy every time <laughs> i see okay so when you talked about cliffhangers earlier i thought that this was what you were referring to because i would say that this, this is, is yeah this is also a, a kind of a cliffhanger and this yeah. this one I, this one feels a little clunkier because like there's no reason for it to be Jay doesn't give us any narration at the end of this one. We just jump right into oh, the, like, the next to the arc. Like, I guess that's true. It's it it's but like <laughs> it seems strange because like Jay has this tape. Like clearly he got the camera back. Clearly he got this tape somehow. Mm. But the fact that there is no no type of like explanation or like speculation even as to what the heck happened after he dropped the camera yeah. it's kind of you know what i might i might have come to the same conclusion about that if we watched the entries that come after this just because i know like if i was watching this entry yeah. and then the next two entries yeah. i probably would have been like eh, that's kind of clunky how yeah. they did that um but literally just because we ended here i didn't even think about it yeah but but yeah. we'll come no, back. No, you're to right. <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll come back to that. Um, so I guess we can move on to our last entry, the to the arc entry, intermission, uploaded May sixteenth, twenty eleven. So the description is once again base sixty four uh, for behind the curtain. Uh, we have another code in this one, I believe. Oh yes, we have another number code in this one. All of the the codes in at least in season two so far have been pretty similar. Like they're all just kind of alphanumeric. Like it's 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 like ciphers, basically. Yeah, basically very simple things. Um, and in this one, the numbers mean. I gotta scroll down because I can't remember. Always there. I remembered always. I can't remember what the second word was. Always there. We have some like scribbly drawings. It's it's kind of like almost like stop motion. Like, yeah, theme. I'm not sure how to describe this one, but we get some moving images of like scribbled drawings. Lots of trees. Lots of scribbly trees. Get somebody like leaning next to. A yeah, tree. we have we have text that says, "Did you see me?" And then we have some more like you know. Squiggly stuff, and then I saw you. Then we have a drawing of someone, like a figure, leaning against a tree with some like audio distortion. And then we have 
uh, some footage, some black and white footage that looks like the of like of the clearing. Yeah, that we it's just the saw same clearing we just saw. It. I can't tell if you can. I don't think that you can see like Jay or no, anything in the I, clearing. Or if you can, it's very difficult. I think you're just supposed to recognize it as the same. Yeah, area. that's that's yeah. And then we get yeah. the numbers, which of course are yeah. always there. So I guess either to the York is always there, or the operator is always there, or. I don't know, man. There's something. <laughs> Something's going on here. Um, yeah, to the arc seems to be taking a more involved role in this yeah. season's events, or yes. at least at, maybe not more involved, but a more present role. Yeah, like seems to be at least adjacent to the events that are happening to Jay and Alex at this point. Yeah, and it's, I think it's interesting also, like, we still, we've got to keep in mind that everything that we're seeing is past footage mm -hmm. from before, or from during those seven months that Jay can't remember. So I think it's interesting that the video asks, did you see me? Because Jay... Oh, uh, even if Jay did, he wouldn't He know wouldn't it. know. Yeah. yeah, like, he, he did not point his camera at... Uh, Whoever, whoever this was, unless whoever this was was the operator itself, but that doesn't particularly seem to be the case. But who the fuck knows? There's certainly something. Afoot. Yeah, our next set of entries, we're gonna get some more into what this could mean. Yes. Um, in fact, it'll be very obvious what this means. Yes. <laughs> uh, but for now, we just have some vague cryptic messages. Which is pretty much to the arc's MO. Mm -hmm. uh, do we have anything else about this entry in particular? Not about this entry in particular, but I want to go back and talk about some things. Okay. Uh, did you want to bring up the original entry? That is the some things yeah. that I want to talk about. All right. So, the reason that I mentioned all of those tweets about Jay, like, forgetting his password, is not just because, like all this happens and then a video that Jay did not upload is on the channel, but also because there was originally going to be a different entry 37 that was going to be on the channel. And presumably this is what Jay was referring to in the tweet where he said that he found something that made him not want to go through the rest of the tapes. But after the change, I guess that's referring to Entry 38 and Alex being weird? I guess so. Like, I guess. when you were bringing up the Twitter, I'm like, what the fuck are you, is, yes. this is this even referring to? So, so, basically this kind of ends up being a... I don't know what the word is for it, but... A device for not uploading an entry when there was going to be one. <laughs> oh, uh, plot contrivance. <laughs> well, yeah, somewhat, yeah. Um, so the original entry 37, you can see it on the season 2 DVD or the Blu-ray. Um, it is... We, we basically just have Jay in the back of his car uh, talking to the camera. It's been a week since he found Alex, and he's very frustrated with Alex. Like, this is basically the information that we get in Entry 39 was originally going to be in this Entry in 37, but mm -hmm. we come back to that. And we have Jay. He's very angry. He's very angry. 
he he like throws his phone. I like it very much. He's just very. He's just mad that Alex called him out here and hasn't contacted him. Yeah, Alex, Alex has his number, but he doesn't have Alex's. Alex said that he would get his phone number when Alex called him, but he has not called. So Jay is just kind of stuck here. <laughs> and eventually he switches off light, goes to sleep. We get some distortion, and then when the picture comes back. There's something in the background out the back window. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, it's the operator, of course, it's the operator, but it's in the distance. And I actually really like the way it. Oh yeah, looks it looks because, really like since everything's dark and like kind of fuzzy. How we were talking about before, you you know, you could just think that that's basically anything illuminated by mm-hmm. a streetlight and. <laughs> um, and I was wondering, like, this is the first time I had seen this before. I was looking at it, and I'm like, I think that's the operator, mm-hmm. but it's, it's kind of hard to tell. But Jay is woken up by something. And then his phone? I think he's woken up by his phone. His mm-hmm. phone is ringing. He answers the phone, and immediately there is a high-pitched, like, tone coming through the speaker that is not words. Um, it is loud enough to, like, make him pull the phone away from his ear. That's strange. He, either he hangs up or the phone call ends, and he's like about to go back to sleep. Mm-hmm. And then he looks at the camera. Yeah, either at the camera or like the rearview mirror or I something. I think it's the camera. I think it is the camera. Yeah, and sees the operator back there. Yeah, he like looks behind him to like check that he's actually seeing it. And he says, "Oh shit!" And then. Well, and then the operator walks and it doesn't look good. Oh no, it moves, it like, like crab walks. Yeah. It's weird. If it was not for that last couple of seconds. This would be a really effective entry. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and the reason that uh, is given on the DVD whenever, like, if you go to watch this deleted entry, uh, the reason that is given why this was a deleted scene and not the actual entry 37 is because... This was supposed to be the operator's big return to the series after not having been in it for quite a while mm-hmm. now. And they felt Even like it... we've there was that video on Jay's hard drive where right. we saw it. But we don't know what was up with that. Oh. So and that this did not have the impact that that they felt that it needed, which yeah. The way it looks at the end kind of takes away. Like from honestly, it. if it just cuts yeah. before the operator starts like what like crab walking like i think they could use this entry oh yeah like i think, I think it's good i think 100 percent. like i feel like that that the the weird walk is why they didn't and i i think they could have i think it probably could have just been removed and this would have worked just fine as an entry but I, 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 it doesn't really matter because everything that is in this is basically kind of rehashed like yeah re- all the stuff in this entry gets distributed throughout f- future entries. Yeah, and so th- that was also the reason why I mentioned that fucky things happen with phones, because while this is a deleted oh, entry and yeah. therefore not, like, canon, uh, spoilers, this is something that we might see again. Mm-hmm. Fucky things happening with phones around the operator. So maybe Jay doesn't have Alex's number. Maybe something happened to his phone. I like to think that Jay actually has, just has not checked his call history. Well, I, I think that Jay probably would try to call 
the number if he has it, and maybe he has tried to call the number and just doesn't, you know, doesn't get an answer, or this number has been disconnected, or just Alex's voicemail. That's all. Who knows? Certainly not us. Um, do you have anything else for this set of entries? I don't think so. Let me think. I've got one thing. Go ahead. Yeah, one thing is what the hell is going on with Tim? Yeah. Because there's something weird here. Um, it, just the fact that Tim shows up in the hotel. Mm-hmm. Presumably, he is wearing a mask to keep his identity a secret. But yes. if Jay has already seen him with the mask off, does Tim know that Jay has lost his memory? Yes. Does... Hmm? Yes, he does, because Jay has announced it to the world. Do we know that that Tim, as the masked person, watches the Marble Hornets YouTube channel? With the knowledge... Because, th- well, for me, for future knowledge, uh-huh. I would say he doesn't. No, yeah, I think you're right. But with the knowledge that we have at this point in time of presumably Maskey is involved in some way with To The Ark, if he is not To The Ark himself, like... We can assume that whatever information exists on the Marble Hornets channel, Maskey has. Okay. I think. I guess that, yeah, I guess that is not a, uh, an unfair assumption to make. Um, regardless, there's something weird going on. With yeah, Tim. there's certainly something weird. And I think it's very interesting that uh, we have, like, Jay, past Jay, seven months of missing memory jay doesn't make any mention like we we have no mention of tim since what happened with with alex like with Mm -hmm. with his leg being crushed with a block of cement like and i see i kind of wish that the 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 deleted entry 37 was actually like in canon because i very much like jay just talking to the camera and being very frustrated because Mm -hmm. it works really well um and i i I guess what i'm my i'm kind of wondering aloud if like if jay past jay ever i don't know thinks about what's up with tim Mm -hmm. because hey that's wild like he it was only like a few months prior to this that he sat down with Tim and they just had a normal conversation uh-huh. a kind of weird conversation and like but and that 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 also Tim was acting normal then and then like very shortly after that Tim was very not acting normal mm-hmm. anymore Tim, was wearing a mask and attacked him Tim attacked Jay uh somehow got access to his house and mm-hmm. was just doing stuff in there has i don't want to say like abilities but has some weird thing going on where he seems to be able to navigate the weird impossible space in the house yeah um jay's door being locked didn't seem to uh stop him yeah um and for that matter (laughs) we could ask uh we, How come Tim can do these things? We should and also, why is he doing them? It's probably worth mentioning, we didn't talk about it at all in the last uh, episode, but 
uh, Maskey comes from Jessica's room. Yeah. When he appears, how did he get in there? That's odd. Yeah, uh, Maskey and To the Ark. I'm gonna keep saying this, but like there are, there are things involving, you know, like locks that just do not apply to them, and that applies both in like the real physical world and also like virtual and on computers. Yeah. Is that they just have access to things that yeah. normal people don't. And and it's and it's we don't know why. <laughs> Worth mentioning that when when Jay, uh, at the end of 38, when Jay is commenting on entry 37 not being uploaded by him, he says that he has changed his password again, mm -hmm. but he's not going to take down the video. But I think that's an interesting detail because, like, he's changed his password before, mm -hmm. and he changes it again, and I don't think that that is going to stop uh, to the arc from being able to access his channel. It hasn't supposed in the past. to assume that Jay has not changed his YouTube password over those seven months. I mean, shit. Well, I mean, nothing. He wouldn't really have I had know, a reason I, to. I, he wouldn't have had a reason to, but also, like, that's the inf that, that's the information we are forced to take from that. Because I was because <laughs> otherwise he wouldn't know what his password. That's was. true. Like, he, yeah, I guess not. Because I, I was going to say, well, maybe he reset his password, but on the Twitter when he is going through this fiasco of trying to remember his YouTube password, he mentions that the. Uh, account is tied to an email that he also like an old email that he doesn't know the password of so he couldn't have reset it at any point either so like mm. yeah i guess not he wouldn't have had any reason to though because after like presumably the last time he would have changed his password would be after entry dollar sign dollar sign whatever <laughs> was on the channel yeah because after that like he changes the password and nothing else there are no more things on the channel right he changes his twitter password hmm. uh at, at, like at the beginning of season two because there are some images posted to the twitter that he does not post so Ooh. one of the first things that he does i guess upon waking up uh with no memory is check twitter well yeah i mean <laughs> makes sense <laughs> it makes sense but also it's very funny but yeah and, and changes his password because there's stuff on his twitter that he didn't put there or did he yeah, he, I guess he wouldn't know. I was gonna fuck. say he wouldn't know. Huh? I I'm so like divorced from whatever happens on the Twitter. Like I really have yeah, like, I, no concept of what goes on there. I don't want to. I don't want it to seem like I am trying to give importance to the Twitter because oh know, no, it is not necessary. It's, it's it's very neat information to have. Yeah, I don't think it detracts from anything. It's it's definitely not necessary to understanding what is going on in Marble Hornets. It's not like you can skip the Twitter entirely and you will not be missing anything. It's more just kind of something that was uh, there for the people who were following it at the time to mm. kind of get information in between entries, basically. That's it. That's all I got. I'm sorry. I think I interrupted you. What were you saying? Twitter? Oh no, that I I didn't have anything else to say. Okay. I think that's all I got. That's all I got? Alright, so next time we are going to be covering entries 41 through 45 and all the 2 the arcs that go along with it. We are probably not going to have an episode next week because um, the time that we'd be recording it is going to be over the holidays and work is still going to be hectic for me up until that point. 
like there is a possibility that we can get something out but really uh, it's a very very small one so i would say probably do not expect uh, an episode from us next week but um after this episode we only have we're planning on doing three more for this season yeah. Um, I'm not sure we're going to do a bonus episode after this. I think um, we'll do, we'll probably do something. Uh, yeah, maybe not in the same style as, like, our last bonus episode. I think mm-hmm. maybe it's been, uh, you know, too short a time before yeah. we no- do another thing like that. But we'll, we'll, we'll think of, you know, something to go in between seasons two and three. I'm excited about next time. The I'm actually excited about the to the arcs that we'll see next time because we're gonna yeah we're gonna get into some weird stuff. We're gonna get into some weird stuff and we're gonna get into some like iconic stuff. Uh-huh. Uh huh. To the arcs like eventually start taking on a life of their own that <laughs> I really like. Yeah. Um, They're very aesthetic-y. Let's see, is there any other housekeeping I have to do? Um, as always, tweet at Cameron Kunzelman and Michael Lutz and ask them if they ever watched Marble Hornets. Um, if you would like to, uh, have your thoughts read on air and have us address anything, uh, you can email us at greatmoretapes at gmail.com or you can message us on Twitter at greatmoretapes. Um... Again, following the Twitter is, like, the best way to know when episodes go live and if there's any changes to, like, our upload schedule. Um, Yeah, so feel free to message us, email us. Mm -hmm. We love getting uh, listener mail. Ask me questions about Marble Hornets filming locations. I have (laughs) much knowledge of them that is not useful, but I have it. Gotta say, very weird seeing Rosswood Park. (laughs) All right, so I think that is going to do it for this episode of Great More Tapes. And until next time, Jay, why didn't you burn these tapes? Mm-hmm. No, the